Welcome to the Healing She Got Faith show. Happy Monday. This is Lily. She Got Faith, founder of Healing She Got Faith, your local self-love advocate, and of course, the host of this show. Welcome back. How has 2022 been for you? If you didn't hear last week, I was extremely sick. So I hope you guys enjoyed that episode because I definitely was in bed the rest of the day after recording that. <laughs> but I could not miss that first Monday. So, yeah. But I'm back to feeling better. I've um, got off bed rest and I have just been kind of out and about making some pretty big moves. So, I'm glad I'm feeling better. Uh, you know, what I've been noticing in 2022 is like there has been a change in perspective. And what I mean by that is I'm seeing a lot of people that are just like they want to get closer to their friends. They want to be they want to spend more time in their relationships. And it could be because the last two to three years we've just been living in misery and really understanding and seeing like where the systems have has failed us. And so I'm really loving this type of energy because that's literally what I do. Like I just imagine a world where of like just people being healed, people living in their truth, people not having to put on a facade. And it's definitely like I'm get I'm definitely getting that vibe and that feeling. And I'm super excited because it, a lot of people in my circle that we were close, but like we just haven't ever had the time to actually like be in each other's presence. We've actually had the conversation of like this year we're going to be intentional about that. And so I'm definitely loving it. 2022 has been very productive. I recently got a new business partner. I've recently like just sent out proposals. There's like this new confidence that I have. And so um, I was sitting here reflecting about that yesterday just sitting here, I was like, you know, I brought in 2022 sick, but I did a lot of reflecting. Like I journaled, I read. It is only the second week of 2022 and I've already finished two books. And so I was like, you know what? I think that's going to set the tone for like my outlook. You know, we're going to do a lot of reflecting. We're going to do a lot of self-work and basically we're just going to rededicate ourselves to our healing process. Um, I've went through like a lot of like heartbreak and disappointment in 2021 and heartbreak, not in just a romantic sense, which is definitely part of that story, but um, like just friendships, jobs, this whole entrepreneur lifestyle, um, a lot has happened. So in 2022, I'm very happy to be pushing forward and actually foreseeing um things that I've just dreamed about, like starting to come true and the plans to be pushed forward. Like I'm definitely in that. And I'm, you know, I'm with, I'm with the vibe of like, I want to invest in people that I truly love and I want to make more time and I want to just have that moment. So definitely. So let's pick our card. So today we are picking from self-care empowerment. So these cards are actually questions. Um, I'll read you the back of the card. It says, these cards contain 52 self-care questions that can be used for mindfulness, meditation, or any other empowering process. With the help of these cards, you'll be able to examine your deeper self, discover and release your inner strength, and bring more energy into your life. So these are actually questions. So you can journal about it or just kind of think about it. So the card I picked was, what is the one thing I want most out of life? What is one small step I could take today to get there? The one thing that Lisa wants out of life is um, to be healed and to be loved. Um, and I think those go hand in hand. I have wanted love since... I was a kid, y'all. Like, I'm one of those hopeless romantics, and my love life has just sucked. <laughs> and I, I, I take blame for it. I do. Don't, don't get me wrong. I take blame for it. But, um, yeah, I just want love. I just, I just want that partner to like grow and. We help each other. We build with each other. I want that like sanctuary type of love. 
So that's literally the one thing out of life I want. Not saying that I'm not anything without love because I definitely don't believe that. But I just feel like I've had everything else. Like I've had the career. I've had the traveling. I've had um, the entrepreneur, the home owning, the just things that like people don't really get to experience until they're like way above my years like I've experienced all that before I was age of 30 and the one thing I just haven't really had luck at um is um love so yeah I definitely want that and I definitely um want that um that I don't know what am I trying to say I did I want love that like I, I want love but I definitely think the healing process goes in with the love like the healing process has that effect on um you know your love life how you are with a partner what you choose to do what it looks like and things of that nature so yeah so what is one small step that I can take to get there so one small step that I can take to get there is definitely um, rededicating myself back to my healing journey. So going back to, you know, caring about Lisa, my, my life code is love you the way you love the world, right? So going back to that, like, okay, Lisa, are you really loving yourself the way you love the world? You know, what is some of the inner work that you have to do? Like I'm in therapy right now. So what are some of the things that I can talk to my therapist about to like help process that um, that healing that I'm desiring, you know? So I think for today, um, definitely journaling and definitely like getting back into taking care of my body and things of that nature. So, yes. Yeah, so. We're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, I want you to have the answer to, like, how do you feel today, y'all? Like, how you feeling? So think about that, and when we come back, we're going to talk about it. Welcome back. Welcome back. So, yes. So before the break, I asked you a question. I asked, how are you feeling? And I want you to authentically answer that question, y'all. Like, how are you feeling? And I ask that because it's Monday. It's the second week in 2022. Um, I don't know if a lot has happened. I know if you're a parent, there's been that discussion of, do I send my kid back to school while it's being sick? There's new variants. Um, but really, like, how are you feeling? And what, and like, and, and what do you want to do about it? How do you want to address it? How do you want to, um, how do you want to, you know, embrace how you're feeling right now. And I ask that because I have been really happy and I have, I've just had this great sense of like awareness of myself and just awareness of who I am and like what I really want in this coming up year. But there is like a background of sadness. And I think it's because there are some people that will just not be able to come with me on the in this year there are um people that i mean there are things that i just kind of have to let go i guess i'm almost grieving some relationships and some opportunities that i just really thought i would have at this point and so while i am extremely excited and it's like so motivated to just go um and I and let me tell you how I know I'm really excited and just more confident. Like I bought y'all like three new coats. I bought new outfits. Like I'm really starting to get into this thing of like I'm definitely gonna dress better. I'm definitely gonna look better. I'm definitely gonna have like um just be a better person. But one of the things that like I was just talking to one of my business partners about was um with podcasts. Like sometimes you can listen to podcasts, and you can listen to shows, and everybody just seems like they're so perfect and they got it together. And I was talking, I was like, man, I listen to shows like that, and I sit there and I'm like, man, I don't be sounding like that. Like I got a lot of stuff to do to get to to get myself together, and 
that was one of the things like y'all got a real vulnerable episode i believe it was episode seven and then episode eight i was really sick and then this episode like I do plan on talking about traveling, but like I just I just had to come and just, you know, be honest, like while all this great things is happening, there's still a a background of sadness within my heart, within my body. And I don't know if it's because I've just been sick. I don't know if it's, you know, it's growth coming. I think it could be a lot of things that are happening but i want to encourage my listeners my followers i want to encourage just anybody that hears this like it's okay to be excited and still be sad at the same time it's okay to have those emotions i think sometimes when good things happen we don't realize like there are certain stuff that we have to let go there are certain things that just didn't work out and it's very sad like we allow to be sad. So I say all that to say, like, I'm super happy to be here. I'm super proud of myself and I'm very much motivated. Y'all. Like I've done so much work in the last two weeks and this is stuff that I've tried to do all last year. Y'all. And it finally got done within the first two weeks of 2022. And yeah, like, while I'm excited, like I still come home some days and cry and journal and, at night, I'm doing all this reflection and comparison. And so there's still there's still work that has to be done with that being said. So hopefully if you are, you know, listening to this and you're at that place, like I just really encourage you to know that like it's okay. Like just admit it, embrace it. And, you know, there will be better days. And I know that's so cliche, but that's one thing I'm learning. Like you really do just have to embrace what you do have so with that being said welcome to episode nine this is healing while traveling and one of the things that i had um one of the very first steps that i took in my healing journey was i did a solo travel i went to san jose california and part of the reason why i went out there because there is a church out there um, I don't think the pastor actually still passes that church, but um, I really like that pastor. I had followed him. He was in Memphis. He went to New York and then he went to California and then I don't know where he's at now. But nevertheless, like I had seen him live in Memphis and I just loved him. I used to watch his um, sermons on YouTube and he was just real, like just real and i love that because i just feel like with some pastors you just don't get that and you got that with him so during this healing journey i was like i'm going to um take myself to california i'm gonna go by myself i just i just need to be by myself and ever since i started this healing journey i just learned that i have a thing where i'm always around people and Because I've always been around people, I've never really known what it is that I really want. And I believe you can go in my book on page 100, and it kind of talks about that, how I literally had just dedicated my life to everybody around me and just wanted so much for everybody. But when it came down to it, when you would ask me, like, what do you like to do for fun? What What is it? Like, what are your hobbies? Like, I did not have those answers. And it was sad because I was very much so alone in the sense of I did a lot of stuff by myself, but I was also there for everybody else. And the thing came, the thing that made me realize was I really couldn't tell you like what I liked, what I didn't like, what I wanted to do, what I wanted to eat. Like, what was it? What did I want? And even to this day, like I still struggle with that. Like there are times when they're like, well, what is Lisa? I'm like, well, heck, I don't know. Like, what do you want? Um, So with that being said, like I decided to take my first solo travel, which was to San Jose, California. And um, I flew out there. I had my cousin who I was telling you about 
telling y'all about last episode, she helped me book the flights and book the hotel. So I ended up going to LA for a day and then I went to San Jose for four days. And um, I was actually supposed to go out there to meet one of my mentors, but he ended up moving. That was the whole purpose of me going to L.A. And I didn't, of course, I didn't buy the insurance or anything to switch to be able to go where he was at. So I was just like, well, I'll just be in L.A. I ended up spending uh, spending time with one of my high school friends. And then the next day I got on an airplane and flew to San Jose. And San Jose, I had a beautiful stay. I got a car. And that was one of the days that, like, I had really put some like self-respect on my name because yeah I get up to the rental car and the guy so I go up there and I had probably put in a request a request for the cheapest rental you could think of and so I get there and we just kind of get to talking and he's trying to find the car and then he goes actually I'm gonna upgrade you for free and I'm like oh thanks so much like I just thought I was gonna be like from economy to compact or something like that he was like would you rather drive a mercedes or a porsche and i looked at him and was like i mean the only options i've ever had was burger king or mcdonald's like i don't know and i was like well what you think i would look better in he was like you look like a porsche type of woman he was like do you like suvs i was like yeah i love suvs so he was like okay well you're a queen. I'm going to treat you like one. And, you know, you're going to get a Porsche SUV on me. And I was like, oh, man. So, yeah, I drove out of that. That was the nicest car I've ever drove. Like, yeah, I drive a Toyota. Okay. So, um, so that weekend, I literally, and I felt like that, like, it, it changed my mood. It definitely put um, that confidence in me and... I was really, really excited, like, to start my healing journey like that. But when he told me, he was like, you're a queen, and I'm going to treat you like such. Like, um, I felt that, and I was super excited because, to be honest, I just had never been treated like that before. I had never been told that. I had never been shown that. And this is somebody who just met me, you know, like. And if you work at a car rental place, maybe you know the secret. Maybe it was a quota. I don't know. But it definitely helped me in my healing journey. So I go out to um, I go out to San Jose. I get to my hotel. I check in and I just start asking the friend desk man, like, you know, what is there to do out here? Like, what do you suggest? Are there any um, restaurants? And he was like, well, if I was you, I wouldn't drive now because it's rush hour. He was like, I would wait. But if you want, it's a real nice um restaurant across the street this little old lady owns it she has really good food i'll go eat there you know come back and then uh you know by like seven o'clock rush hour should be over and you can go kind of see the nightlife and i was like cool let's do it so i go over there and i order food and of course the food reminds me of my mom i was like oh my gosh and uh that night i ended up just like going out to I thought I was going to a mall, but it was actually like a little plaza, and I sat and just listened to music. I got me a little drink. I think there was a Tesla store there. I went in there. I didn't test drive, but I definitely went in there and just kind of looked, and I think that was the first Amazon store I had ever saw, so it was really cool, and I was doing this self-love challenge at the time, too, and so like every day you had to practice some yoga and then do certain things and I was really setting my intentions for this trip because I was like I just don't want it to be for nothing like I don't want it to be like I came out here and just sat in the hotel like I wanted to explore and actually do things so um that night I just kind of sat there and was like Lisa like what do you want from this trip like some somebody already calls you a queen so like queen what are we doing like what what is it? You you deserve this more than anybody. Like, you have to pour it to yourself. So, what you see is me really pouring to myself, like, convincing myself, like, girl, like, you deserve this. Like, stop acting like you're not worthy of this. Like, you came out here by yourself for a reason. Like, stop acting like you don't deserve this. Like, 
I get it. You're hurt. You're healing. Like, mind y'all, this is me talking to me. Like, yes, I got with myself. Like, you're not going to keep downplaying yourself. And that that was a wake-up call for me. And I was just like, okay, Lisa, like, we really about to be here. Because let me put y'all on game about myself. I went to L.A. Um, like I said, I was supposed to meet people there they moved so I wasn't able to see them but I ended up meeting with a high school friend went over there was hanging out but while we were hanging out my friend's car ended up going out like the battery went out whatever my friend really didn't have much money I mean I didn't either but um I had AAA and I was like well I can move the car like I can call AAA and I can move the car if you want to and he was like, I mean, if you want to, I don't really, you know, I want to take much from you. But me being who I am, I'm like, well, I'm not going to leave you stranded. Even though I'm here on vacation on the self-love, the self-love journey. So I ended up like spending the day, like literally up until 10 p.m. Trying to like figure out where we could put his car, get a tow truck, all type of stuff. And I like I was planning on going with him, meeting with him for a couple hours and then going back to my hotel. Um, I was right by LAX and I was doing that because I, I got a hotel right next to LAX because I knew I was only going to be there for a day. So I didn't want to risk it like like I heard LAX uh, airport was extremely difficult. So I was like, yeah, let me just get a hotel right here and then I could just make sure I'm there. Cool. I mind you, I checked in at like 10 a.m., 11 a.m. I came early. I couldn't check in. So I came in at 10 a.m., dropped my bags off at the front desk. And then I was like, um, is there a certain time limit that I have to come get them? And they were like, no, just, you know, whenever you come back, just ask for your bags. Cool. So yeah, I was literally with this person for 12 hours. Like, because I didn't have no place to go, I had called and was like, hey, do you want to hang out? Do you want to, you know, I I can't check into my hotel until later anyway. So he was like, yeah. So mind you, I was supposed to be there for like breakfast and maybe we was going to hang out for a little bit. We did end up going to the beach for a little bit and uh, we went to lunch and it was real cool. But after that, like we realized his car had stopped. So I went from a couple hours to a 12 hour and again, it was me helping somebody. So I was there the first, I didn't even really get to experience LA the way I wanted to. Like I got to go to the famous beach and like I said, I got to experience the food, but also it ended up being like me turning into that, that giver of like, okay, well I'm here. Let me do it. Um, Cause I just, I, I didn't want to leave him stranded. Like, I I get it. I've been in that situation where you ain't got no money and your car go out. Like, I've been in that situation. So, <clears throat> excuse me. I've been in that situation. So, I wanted to help. But it defeated the purpose of my self-love trip, you know. No, And I'm not blaming it on him. It was just. That goes back to the, in the first couple episodes, like those boundaries I had, like or didn't have, and those boundaries I'm trying to get and trying to develop now. So when we come back, I'm gonna finish telling you about that trip so you can see like where my healing journey, you know, left off at. Welcome back. So let's talk about my lack of boundaries. <laughs> so. So that was my first day in LA and um, I ended up getting to the airport super early and because San Jose is a smaller city, I ended up having to like go to this weird place in the airport where like you actually have to walk out and you're on a small plane. Like it, I was like, man, but I, and it was so, it was separate from the airport. Like I wasn't even close. Like I had to take a bus over here. So anyways, I was like, you know what? I'm here. I thought like I for whatever reason I was there super early. Maybe because I was just exhausted from the day before. Cause I I did kind of feel like I did get an experience, but also too like I really didn't want to give up my whole day for just one thing. Like I was planning to hit a couple different places in LA, and I just I just didn't get that far. 
which is fine. Um, so when I get there, I literally, I'm like, well, I got like three hours before this plane take off and ain't no food here. So I literally just find a place and I start working on homework. I was in grad school at this time. So I had took off work from grad school and from my full-time job. And I'm pretty sure I was working a part-time job too. So I basically was like, if all y'all, I'm taking this trip. And so I'm like, well, I'm going to work on some stuff. I'm going to work on some homework. So I ended up working on homework and the three hours go by fast because it's grad school, y'all. So like the work is a beast, but I got everything done. So like when I came back from the trip, I didn't have no homework. Um, but while I was sitting at the airport, um, sometimes when I get overwhelmed, like while doing homework or while doing a certain business task, I um, just tend to just randomly journal and kind of reflect. And so I was sitting there and I was like, you know, Lisa, like, Yesterday was cool. You got to see a, a, a old friend. You got to hang out. But, like, you know, you are tired. You're exhausted. So, like, what, like, what is it that you want? So, I'm back at this question, right? So, and I kind of flip-flop between stories because I started off in San Jose and then um, went to tell you about L.A. So, just to put it in perspective, I went to L.A. first and then went to San Jose. So, earlier when I was, like, going off on myself, that was when I had hit San Jose and got the Porsche and all of that. So, we're back to San Jose. So, with that, um, you know, I'm sitting at this airport waiting on my, air, my airplane to go to San Jose. And I'm just like... You know, what is it that you want? What is it that that you're looking for? Because, you know, and at that moment, what I was looking for is I was looking for healing. Like, I just wanted to feel better, y'all. Like, I was so tired of being around everybody else. I was so tired of catering to everybody else. I was so tired. I was, like, just burnt out from my job to grad school to friends to um, was I in a relationship at that time? I don't even remember. Maybe not. That's a good question. I gotta look at my Google photos. They'll tell me. <laughs> I don't think I would, but I obviously don't remember. Um, it would have had to have been that toxic relationship I was in if it was, which would make sense. That's why I don't remember. I'm thinking we were broken up and we like were done talking maybe. I'm thinking. Not really sure. But um I'm I'm thinking that's what it was. Not really sure, but um if the timeline is right, then that had a lot to do with it. So I was just in a very broken state and like I had told y'all in previous episodes like I had declared this season of healing and so at this point in my life I'm like oh my gosh I declared this season of healing and all this bad stuff has just happened like it has just came full force like what the heck like what the heck so I'm at this place where I'm just like okay cool so I had brought my mom's ashes with me because I was like I'm gonna spread them at the beach and so um i went it was like in february it was it was in it february and summer so i go to san jose and um the, it's pretty cold out there so i'm like dang i can't really even go to the beach like it it was just too cold but i end up doing this like 17 mile drive exhibit it was like two hours away from where i where my hotel is so i got up drove the two hours out there um, and did the little trail. So it was 17 miles and at each mile mark, they had like different things. So they like had a forest, they had different beaches, they had um, restaurants and things of that nature. And so I was like, cool, I'm a, you know, I'm gonna do this. So that took all day, which that was really cool. Cause that was the first time I had drove by myself and in the car, I hadn't really like been praying I hadn't been to church. I wasn't really comfortable with my relationship with God at the time. And in this car ride to um, to the 17-mile drive, I turn on my playlist, which I have a playlist called Get It Jesus. And it's basically like all my favorite gospel songs. And I turn it on and I just start bawling while I'm crying. Like, I'm like, God, like, 
I just want to be healed. I just want to feel better. Like, I am really trying. Like, I never wanted to be in this place with you. Like, I just never wanted to be this person. And here I am. Like, I'm this person. And, like, I'm just having a really hard time believing you. I'm having a really hard time. And you can't talk to church folks about that because they, oh, God is good all the time. And, oh, you just got to have faith and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you can't tell a person that's sitting in that in that season that this is what you have to do. Not when life is crumbling down because we know that God is not human, right? But we are. He created us. So the thing is, God knew that at that moment in time, I needed something physical, tangible. I couldn't just have faith enough to just believe that like, God was listening to me. And that was the thing. It was like, I knew I had favor on my life. I knew that there were things that were happening that showed me like, I'm truly blessed beyond all measures. However, I was so broken, y'all. Like, just, just broken. Just heartbroken. Just in a very sick place of what is it like what do I want I don't have my mom no more I lost my dad 11 years prior I don't have this relationship I hate grad school I love my job but it was in a non-profit world so like if you know anything about the non-profit world they expect you to give your life for every and every for every and anything and they expect you to do like you get paid for 40 hours they expect you to work 85 hours for like seven dollars an hour like it is absolutely ridiculous and I was just like I just don't think it's fair that even in my work life, I'm just constantly giving and giving and giving. Like, don't nobody want to live a life like that. Like, people want to give, but at the same time, like, people want to be compensated for their time and efforts, which is why a lot of times when I worked that job, I took off whenever I wanted to take off and I traveled because y'all not finna, y'all, I'm not, I'm not dying for a company that would replace me in a couple weeks like no the benefits weren't even that good like i came out of so much money working for that nonprofit. like it was ridiculous like i remember y'all like there was one point where um like i don't remember how it worked but it was like once you hit a certain like time in the year for whatever reason, our paychecks went down because we technically weren't working as much. So, like, literally every two weeks, my paychecks was $888. Mind you, I had rent and I had a car note and I still had to live. And I was like, like, there were some days where I had to choose between my car note and my rent. And a lot of times I chose rent because it wasn't just me living in an apartment. Like, if I lose my car, that's just me. But if I you know, don't pay rent, like, that falls on two other people, so $888 every two weeks, that was, like, what, a little over $1,600 a month, like, living off of this, like, literally, to the point where, like, I wasn't really buying groceries, because, I, I mean, wh where was I gonna buy them at, how, how was I gonna afford them, um, on top of, like, mind you, this is during the time I'm in grad school, so, I'm not eating, but like I got 12 to 15 hour days because I'm also in school. So the misery I was in. And so like going on this trip, I was like, I have to like, I have to do this because I need to refocus. I need to figure out like, what is it that I'm doing? Like, this is not life. I don't want to live like this. I don't want to continue to live in poverty. I had lived in poverty my whole life. Like I didn't want to do it. So, I'm on a 17-mile drive, and I'm having all these reflections that I just talked to you about. And so, I finally get to this one part where it's a beach. I see surfers. I see people. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to, like, this is it. I'm going to release my mom's ashes here. And so, um, I walk because it was a little trail. So, that was what's cool. Like, you could drive through the 17-mile drive, but they had places where you could park. You could actually walk. So, where it was people, I was more comfortable walking the trails because I was, I, I was by myself. So, like, to give you an example, the first trail was, like, 
in the forest. And so I did find a place. There was no other cars. And I did see a trail. I kind of just sat there in front of my car. And then I was like, yeah, I'm not about this life. Um, I definitely need somebody. Because one, I'll get lost. And two, you know, I'm small. I don't want to get kidnapped. Listen. So I got back in the Porsche and I drove to the next mile marker. So I finally found this mile marker. You see the waves splashing, and I do see, I start seeing cars. I start seeing people walking up the trails. I'm like, bet, this is it. I'm going to do it. So I walk up the trail. I see I see people, and I see surfers, and I just I just find that so amusing. I'm like, wow, these are real, real-life surfers. So I watched them for like 30 minutes. Like, I was so amused. And then um, I finally feel the urge to, like, release my mom's ashes. So I'm like, okay, I'm about to do it. I had to prepare myself, and I think... Part of that was me procrastinating doing it because, like, um, this was really part of me, like, letting her go. Like, you know, I didn't want her to go. I didn't want her to die. Like, I wanted you to be here. Um, And so to live a life without her, it was so mind-blowing because it was like, what the heck am I supposed to do now? So... I had her ashes in a little jewelry box, and um, it was really windy, and I think my hair was down, so I had to take a minute to, like, put my hair in a bun, and I think I put the box between my legs, and it fell, and I was like, okay, cool. None of the ashes fell out because I had the box taped up and wrapped up, Um, so I just kind of put it between my feet, so I'm doing my, my bun, yeah, I swear on my life, the box, the wind takes the box and it's like literally like gliding across the sand. I'm like, what the? I'm like, ma, ma, like I'm like running. I'm like, ma, you ain't finna get away from me yet. Like, no, this is not how we're doing it. My job is people on the beat. It's a dog that thinks I'm playing with it, y'all. So the dog start running. I'm like, no, I'm not playing. Like, so I finally catch up to the box. I grab it and I'm like out of breath. And like I put my hands on my knees. My chest is going up and down. And I'm like cracking up. I'm like, my mom is so silly. Like she's just always been a goofy person. Like, why wouldn't this happen? So I'm cracking up. And these people around me, they looking at me like, I don't know what she's going through, but I'm going to let her have it. So I open up the box and I go close to the water and I go to release it and I actually started recording myself but like I'm bawling y'all like I think I had even wrote her a letter to like you know go away with the things and I wrote her a letter y'all and I'm bawling and I have the video still and it's just like I just released my mom's ashes and you know welcome to California and then I just sat there, like, so I just sat in the sand, and it was like, wow, like, I really just let her go, like, I just, wow, like, you know, she's not coming back, so I had that realization, like, she's not going to be here, <laughs> so, um, after that, I went back to the car, and I was like, I'm gonna finish the 17-mile drive, there, um, on the map, it says there's a place with restaurants, and and things like that. So we're gonna take a break when we come back. I'm gonna finish telling you about this 17 mile drive. Welcome back, welcome back. So I get in the car and I finish up. So they had some really pretty mile marks with like the waves were hitting against the rocks and it looked absolutely beautiful. But at this point I'm hungry. I gotta go to the bathroom. Like I'm like, okay. So I find the restaurants. Um, they even had like a gift shop, which of course I wasn't shopping in the gift shop because I wouldn't be least if I did it. But I found this restaurant and there was three different restaurants, but there was one restaurant that sat on pretty much the ocean and you can look and see. So I went in there and they were like, oh, are you by yourself? And I was like, yep, just one. So he was like, okay, cool. So he was like, do you want an ocean view? And I was like, absolutely. If you have it. So I sat right in front of it. I ordered some Moscow mules and um, I picked it. I had like the best chicken. I don't even remember what it was. I had a salad. I don't even eat salad. I had a salad. I ordered like a couple drinks and I even ordered dessert, y'all. And this was like a five-star restaurant, y'all. So I came out some money at this restaurant. But while I was sitting there, and I like at this point I had a, I had a couple of drinks, so I was like I don't know if I'm tripping, but like 
I kind of see this fin in the water and I'm like, am I tripping? Like, is that what I think it is? And so like, I hear somebody else in the restaurant, like, oh, look, it's so well. And I hear like the service say, yeah, like sometimes if you look far enough, like the you can see the whales, like they be swimming and jumping back there. And he was like, it's not often, but occasionally you can. So now I'm mesmerized because I've always wanted to go whale watching. And matter of fact, the whole time I was at this trip, I was trying to figure out like, how the heck can I go whale watching? So, um, so I see this fin and I'm like, oh my gosh, like this is absolutely beautiful. Like the ocean is so beautiful. Like like, this is God's gift to me. Like, I don't care what nobody say. Like, this is a beautiful gift. And so, I see the fin for maybe about 10, 15 seconds. And, of course, I keep looking out. So, like, I keep ordering stuff because, like, now I want to stay at this place. But I end up being at the place for maybe, like, an hour, hour and a half. And then I go to the bathroom. I go back to the gift shop. And I kind of figure out what I want to do. I still have, like, quite a few hours left in the day so I'm like I don't really want to head back to the hotel because if I go back to the hotel I don't really know what I'm going to do um so yeah so I drove back around the 17 mile drive and I went back to the place where I released the ashes and I just kind of sat there I asked somebody to take a picture of me and I just kind of sat there and just reflected and I was like really happy but yeah like those like that food snuck up on me so I was like I had to go back to the place and like go to the bathroom after that I'm like you know what let me just drive back to the hotel because clearly my body is done with today so I take the two-hour trip back I don't really remember the trip back but I get back to the hotel um I shower and change and I'm like I'm not sitting in this hotel I'm gonna go explore so I go explore and really just give myself the opportunity just to be by myself. Like, I don't really want to be around people. I don't really want to explore. And I I, I had gave myself that gift being at the 17-mile drive of not being around. Like, even though at the beach there were people, that was more so for safety, but I didn't really interact with anybody, which is what I wanted. So I gave myself permission to do whatever the heck I wanted to do, y'all. So... With that being said, like, I I just continued on to that. So then, fast forward to the last couple of days of the trip. Like, I went to, like, three aquariums. I went to San Francisco. And literally, on the last day, I... Oh, let me tell you about the aquarium. So, I'm at... I believe it's the aquarium in San Francisco. I went to, like, three out there. So, I don't actually remember. But there was a deck. And on the deck, there was a sign that was, like, if you look hard enough you could see a whale yeah I saw a whale I was so excited like I was like that's two days in a row I seen the whale um San Francisco was absolutely beautiful too um I thoroughly enjoyed it like I walked up and down the boardwalk I had some dipping dyes I think I don't know I'm getting the two aquariums mixed up but anyways I thoroughly enjoyed that and so um so I do that and I go, I explore, I explore for the rest, for the rest of the time and just kind of give myself that permission of like, you're doing everything. Like I had got valet parking, like, yeah, like just spoiling myself, like spoiling myself. Like I've never spoiled myself before. And so that was the first time in my life that I had catered to myself the way I catered to everybody else. And that was such a pivotal moment in my life because I was so used to just doing and being everything to everybody that um, I I just, I didn't know who I was. I didn't know what I wanted. I didn't, I just didn't know. So now that I'm in therapy, like fast forward, I was in therapy during that time too. And if I remember correctly, I didn't really like my therapist at the time. Um, but my therapist today that I have now, we like, she be calling me out. Like I lack boundaries and I tell her about situations and she can pinpoint, like I was gaslighted. I was like dealing with a narcissist and just dealing with people who just, you know, they knew I was going to be there. So they made sure of it or whatever. Cool. Um, but I think back to that time and that was such a pivotal moment for me because I had to be a thousand percent honest with myself and I had to it, it took a lot of courage for me to actually 
invest in myself the way I wanted to. It took a lot of me to spend that money. I mean, because like I told y'all, I wasn't making money. Like, so to have that extra cash to just blurge on me, do a five-day trip, go to two different cities, and go eat at a five-star restaurant, go to all these aquariums, get valet parking. Um, I mean, I spent some money on myself. And the crazy thing was, like, I didn't go shopping. I didn't, like, do any of that. It was literally, like, just me spoiling myself. Like, I remember I, I, I found the Dippin' Dots store, and I love Dippin' Dots. And literally, I went, I had got... Maybe a large. I was like, I'm a splurge. I'm gonna get a large, and then it was so good. I was like, I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna get some more. And yeah, I got some more dipping dots. Like splurge. You hear me? So traveling forced me to focus on myself. Which traveling was almost my life savior. Like in the healing journey. So, when we come back, I'm going to wrap up this story and, yeah. Welcome back. Welcome back. So, this trip to San Jose by myself, y'all, it was a journey. And now that I'm, like, reflecting on it, it really was a pivotal moment for me because it was the first time that I could actually splurge on myself and feel comfortable about it and not feel bad about it, y'all. Like, I always felt so bad for doing things for myself and I just always felt bad for doing stuff that you know that was for me because I was always doing it for everybody else like I literally lived the life where I thought I had to sacrifice my own life for everybody else like I literally lived that life so I was able to explore myself I was able to be honest it felt so good not to be around people y'all like I understand that we need community we need people but there is a such thing as too much and for me it was just like you know I'm the single woman I don't really have much to show for it like I'm really struggling and I miss my mom I miss my dad I don't have my parents um at the time I didn't even have pets you know like I just didn't have nothing to show for it like it was just me my apartment and my two roommates which they loved me um I still talk to them but it was just like I just I just felt like I just didn't have much to show for it so to take that trip and to really just figure out where I wanted to go and like just wanted to heal and that was my biggest thing so like when I was in that car crying out to God like I'm like I I just want to heal so the last day of my trip I took a, about an hour ride to a beach. So I woke up like at 6 a.m., took an hour. I don't, I don't think my plane left until about 9. Uh, I think like maybe 12 and then check out was at 11. So at 6 a.m., I got up. I didn't shower. I just brushed my teeth. All my bags were packed from the night before. I had my clothes out that I was going to wear to the beach and my clothes out that I was going to change to the airport. So I leave that morning drive about an hour away to this beach and um it yeah it was at this park like a theme park but of course the theme park was closed because it was like 7 a.m in the morning but i'm like dang like i can't get in because the part that the gps took me to was the theme park and of course it was gated off so i'm like dang but i see a group of people they going around they like we giving free hugs i'm like okay cool so we give each other hugs we could not do that now, like not in Corona, y'all. <laughs> um, and I didn't want to ask nobody like where it was because like I didn't want nobody to know I was by myself. So I see these homeless people and I'm like, I'm gonna follow them. Like I know they on the beach. Yeah, they was on the beach. So like I see, I walk up and it's like a beautiful beach and the waves is flowing the sun like you could kind of still see the sunset and so I just walk like I walk I walk to I see a pier I walk to a pier I go all the way down to the pier and it is literally like a family of seals like just in there y'all it was so many seals it was so tight y'all like I was so excited like I ended up trying to like FaceTime my family like y'all look at this but they, they were putting the kids in school and stuff like that. So I didn't get to see them. But I like, I just sat there like I was 
hearing them and just observing them like it was so beautiful y'all so anyways i um i sit there for a minute and then i'm like well let me see if there's anywhere to eat so i found the little place right across from the beach so i could sit outside and i journaled i had got coffee i got some avocado toast because you came in california and i get avocado toast y'all um and I just sat there and I enjoyed it. And I literally just was like, you know, thank you, God. Thank you, Lisa. Like, just giving myself grace and thanking myself for giving myself this opportunity. And so that that is how traveling heals the soul, y'all. It really is what you make it out to be. It really is what you want out of traveling. Traveling doesn't have to be all parties. It doesn't have to be all sad. It doesn't have to be all whatever it is literally whatever you want to make it that particular trip was for my healing it was for myself it wasn't for anybody else so i hope y'all enjoyed that long story um uh, because it, it was cool reliving it um a couple housekeeping things before we get off the earth um we are still doing the toy drive for my family. So Dexter brings you a toy. You can email me at info at healingshegotfaith.com if you would like to donate in any kind of way. Any type of toy, big or small. You can even donate treats, anything you would like. Um, the book bundle, everyone has a story, is still available. Healingshegotfaith.org. Get you a signed copy. It is only the second week of January. So get your planner. It is a 12-month planner. And then, y'all, um, I want to end with a couple readings from, if y'all remember that book, After the Rain. I actually finished it. It was really good. You should definitely get it. So um, this is in her section called Comparison. So I'm going to read it and then we'll be done. So it says, I am freeing myself of comparison and making space for understanding, empathy, and forgiveness. I am a work in progress and I will continue to unravel and make space for ease as I learn my way to walk my path. Think of a recent comparison you've made in your life. Take another look and consider how comparing can teach you what you have, not what you're lacking. I'm going to leave y'all with that. I want y'all to reflect on that with in your journals with yourself. Um, if you want, you can get a guided journal from healingshegotfaith.org. Uh, but yeah, y'all, I appreciate y'all. I really hope that y'all are taking notes and figuring out where you want to go next because I, I want y'all to heal. And I think 2022 is that new perspective of healing, y'all. So. I love y'all. I want you to love you the way you love the world. Thank you for your time. Thank you for coming back every week. Thank you for listening to the podcast and the YouTube, y'all. I love y'all. And I will catch you next week on Total Entertainment Radio, 3 p.m. Central, every Monday. All you have to do is go to TotalENTRadio.com and click listen now. I am there every Monday at 3 p.m., y'all. Okay. All right. Love y'all. Thank you.